Welcome back to the nationally syndicated Price of Business show. This segment we do in cooperation with the Daily Blaze, uh, which is one of my favorite sites. It's a partner and a part of the Price of Business digital network, and it's really our home for media. It's our, our really our primary spot for the best content in the media space. One of my favorite uh, people to uh, interview has become J.L. Carpenter. She is uh, a regular on the program where she t- takes her phenomenal experience on as both a, a former prosecutor and a very well-known defense attorney uh, to talk about true crime stories. And the way we do it, what I really love is that we, we explain the why. In most true, true crime shows, you have things happen, and it's kind of like an assumption there that the, that the viewers should know why that happened that way. And I find it frustrating, and, and uh, uh, you know, and it's pretty easy to find, but it, it'd be nice if they went into what was going on that made that particular thing happen. That's the thing we do in this, this program, and JL does a phenomenal job of hel- helping with that. We call this segment with a name like JL Carpenter, Justice in the Law with JL Carpenter. And it's one of actually one of the most popular uh, features we have on the Daily Blaze. And that's saying a lot. I do a regular free feature with an editor of Newsweek. I do regular features with uh, a former retired general. Uh, and it's, it's just one of our most popular features. And so, JL, you know, it's a testament to both you and the passion people have for true crime stories. And so we love doing this. Before we get into today's topic, which is probably my favorite true crime story uh, that I, I've seen, uh, I want you to talk a little bit more about your a little bit about your practice real quick and how people can learn more about that. Thanks, Kevin. It's always a pleasure to be on this segment. J. L. Carpenter. I am out of the Harris County and surrounding counties. Uh, I practice criminal defense. My website is jlcarpenterlaw.com. Yep. Check her out. Check out the work she does. It's amazing. All right. I love I love Netflix for a lot of its shows, but Really, I don't think anyone does true crime better than Netflix. That's my personal bias. I like a lot of true crime all over the place, but I love Netflix when it comes to that. And uh, one of my favorites, if not my favorite, was uh, Don't F, and everyone with any imagination knows what F stands for, Don't F with Cats. And, uh, man, it is so weird. It's like the entire time it doesn't seem like true crime. It seems like almost sci-fi, forget about fiction. It's a very odd but fascinating program. You know, and I looked up a really good summary of it, actually, I found, uh, of all places, that was uh, Wikipedia. The three-part docu-series follows a group of amateur Internet sleuths who launched a manhunt for Luca Magnota after he gained international notoriety in 2010 for sharing a graphic video online of himself killing two kittens with a vacuum cleaner. So that's the uh, that's a summary of it. But, of course, the story goes much further than that, doesn't it? It does. This is one of my favorite ones that we've done so far, and here's the reason why. It brings together a lot of the principles that we've talked about in some of our other segments. For instance, the fact that, you know, that we have people on the Internet who want to be their own detectives or help law enforcement by doing detective work using the Internet. Um, it brings together mental health. It brings together international law. 
So a lot of things that we've talked about are all together in this docu-series that I found fascinating. It's as crazy as all get out. <laughs> I mean, uh, every once in a while, I don't know about you, JL, but when I was watching it, when my wife and I were watching it, we're, we would like look at each other every once in a while and go, is this for real? <laughs> Are we actually seeing this happen? I mean, it's beyond the realm. You know, it is. some parts are absolutely hard to stomach. Um, I don't want to give away anything because I want our listeners to go and watch it and experience it for themselves. But here's who I felt sorry for the most, Luca's mom. Oh, yeah. His poor mother. Yeah. She is the epitome of a mother's love. She was never going to give up on her boy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and, you know, you look at that, you know, and I had talked about uh, because we've got, um, you know, family and, ex- and relations who have uh, suffered when it comes to, like, mental health and drug addiction issues. We've, we've alluded to that over the uh, years, you know. And you, you talk about one of the biggest killers out there isn't just drug addicts and alcoholics or those who are mentally ill, most of whom hurt themselves, not others. But you know what I mean. Uh, but it's codependence. And boy, you really kind of saw that in her love, in the in the loving mother. I mean, she really never stopped believing. Uh, and but you look at the, you know, at her in that situation, she she really could have been served well, and maybe even her son earlier on, uh, if there was more of a reality check. For sure, and you know, um, she thought the enemy were these trollers. I think you said you called them amateur sleuths on the internet who were being their own detectives along the way, who assisted law enforcement. I, I definitely think that between the civilians on the Internet and law enforcement is how they were able to finally make an arrest in this series. Um, but um, the creativity, the twist in this series, um, all the nuances, it, it, the, the mind behind this scheme, without giving too much away, was brilliant and so mental at the same time. Mm-hmm. Yes, absolutely. By the way, the same makers of the uh, series, um, The Most Hated Man on the Internet, and that's another incredibly creative. I mean, they just got a style. They've got a flair for this that's engaging and, and, and really educational, like you were talking about these amateur sleuths who really got on top of the situation uh, they really know how to make uh, a memorable, and I would even go so far to say important, uh, program in both cases. Well, you know, when it started out, it was because, I and I did not know that there was a rule on the Internet not to mess with cats, but that was the original reason was because they see kitty cats being harmed on the Internet, and so let's go after this guy, let's figure out who he is. Um, but along the journey, it's like, are we hunting or are we being hunted? You know, because it kind mm-hmm. of the tables turn at some point um, during the docuseries and makes them wonder whether or not they're giving attention where it really should be rather than diverting their attention to true victims. Yeah, absolutely. So I want you to put on your lawyer, your lawyer hat. And as a lawyer, what are some of the things that you see that are important interesting things that affected uh, how things went. Uh, you know, there was, uh, you know, clearly points 
because this was out of Canada, there's clearly points where um, it, things, in, I think, would have unfolded differently if it had been in the United States. But then again, it would depend on which state, right? It's really interesting to see how the nuances uh, play out uh, when it comes to the law, particularly when you're looking at what is international law or, or other countries' law. It's really interesting. Yeah, you're right, and there is that the fact that you have various jurisdictions affects everything. In fact, when he was arrested in Germany, they could not even get an aircraft, a commercial aircraft, to bring him back to Canada because nobody wanted to be associated with things he was being accused of having done. Um, so it, it affects everything. But I think if you take a million steps back to when he was 16, and I believe that's when he dropped out of high school, mental health issues should have been started to be recognized early on. And what's not in the docuseries that I found doing research through other resources is that he, his father had mental health issues as well. And so there were red flags everywhere before it ever got this far. But that Internet rule not to mess with cats, that is what actually got the attention of these folks who were trying to prevent behavior before it got worse. And they mm -hmm. didn't necessarily prevent worse behavior, but they were able to assist law enforcement in the capture. Well, and, and furthermore, I have no doubt, and I'm sure you have no doubt either, the one victim, uh, and I, we don't want to elaborate, that wasn't a cat, you know, where that went, well, you need to watch the show, uh, he would not have been the only one if it weren't for those uh, those amateur detectives. Exactly. And then when uh, the Canadians were able to alert, um, I believe it was the French and then the French to the Germans, be because word was able to get out on the news, and at this point news is on the Internet, it was because somebody paying attention to the Internet news was able to identify who they were looking for and help effectuate that uh, arrest. Mm -hmm. Yeah, absolutely. And in fact, you know, in the same this the same vein of the power and importance of amateur detectives, we need more of them. If you're bored and you're looking for something to do, look at some of these innocent innocent projects, innocence projects. And see what kind of help they might need, or what kind of stories are out there. Uh, there's there's uh, a lot that can be done. My understanding understanding is that nationwide, a lot of people volunteer and just provide information to these innocent projects, to in projects like that to to help. But there was one where in the height of uh, you know uh, anti-terrorism frenzy. No one's for terrorism. I know I'm not. But you know when when there was a terrorist around every corner. Uh, apparently, a, a young man got convicted. Can't remember his name, but you've probably been watching this. Got got a life sentence, or maybe even a death penalty. I'm sure a life sentence. You know, and he he's in the process of getting getting out of prison. Uh, I think eventually he's going to have his uh, his conviction reversed uh, after two decades plus. And uh, this was done entirely through amateur detectives driving the effort. If it weren't for them. He would not have been released. You know who I'm talking about? I feel like a very bad game show. <laughs> no, I do, but you're right, and I love that idea about calling on amateur detectives to help those folks who are wrongly charged because we have one life, and when you spend two decades trying to prove your innocence, uh, you know, your life is gone. That's a good chunk of your life and everything that you're trying to achieve. Um, but 
sadly, there are a lot of people who are falsely accused and could use the extra help because there's not enough of it out there. Yeah, absolutely. Give us some uh, takeaways from this. What, what are some things uh, besides the fact that we both they say, go watch it. Uh, this is good. Don't watch it. Uh, go watch it right now. <laughs> but uh, what are some takeaways? You know, I think it goes back to that if you see something, say something, because obviously when they saw these little kittens getting killed, that was a red flag. And not everyone that walks among us is healthy and balanced. And if you see something that might be a little off, say something. It could save someone's life. Yeah, absolutely. And, uh, yeah, I'll figure out who that was, and we'll do a, a future segment just on that, even though I mean, I'm sure there's documentaries about it that we can refer to uh, because it's a good example of exactly what we're talking about. Be aware, you know, and it seems like now more than ever, uh, a normal phenomenon of COVID has been uh, the rise of mental health uh, issues and uh, everything from agoraphobia to uh, really uh, such extreme isolation that it can lead to violence towards others and, and themselves. And so I'm with you. We need to be an extra pair of eyes uh, for, uh, for really the well-being of all of us. Gail Carpenter, and I'm going to have you give your website one more time as we wrap it up. Sure, jlcarpenterlaw.com, Harris County and surrounding counties, practicing criminal defense, been in it for over 20 years. Yeah, she's great. Thanks so much as always. I'm Kevin Price. This is The Price of Business. Stay tuned for more after this. <laughs> 